is up duelists this is pod of greed the only Yu-Gi-Oh podcast sponsored by kaiba corporation except no substitutes my name is elliot aka bigger yugi theory <laughs> uh my name is sarah aka have you seen my dad i'm dan aka legendary fisherman the alive dad <laughs> I'm so glad my nickname landed, you guys, because if I would have had to explain that, it would have been so lame. Uh, that's good. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, we've had five hosts this whole time, technically speaking. Yeah. What's up? It's me. Finally, Elliot has been released, has been released from the Shadow Realm to join us. Finally, um, after all these years. I mean, it has it almost, it has literally almost been a year. Oh um, my god, it has. Yeah, which which segues very nicely into what I wanted to say because it's our one year anniversary is in like a month. You know, it's the fourth of June or something like I don't fucking know. It's the it's the title of our first episode. The date is there. I was gonna say, um, weren't you just putting Dan on blast for not knowing that? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm not valid. Um, we are all not valid we are all not valid i mean we're all duelists so um or we some of us aren't duelists some of us have never played Yu-Gi-Oh before myself included um so to celebrate our one year anniversary i think what we're gonna do this is all very like tentative um we are still in planning stages of actually doing a goddamn Yu-Gi-Oh card tournament um, like we kind of talked about this like a few episodes ago, like, um, but like because none of us really know how to do the game, um, it was kind of like, uh, uh, what do we do? How do we do this? But um, you know, sh- so many thanks to uh, Discord user Red who kind of just came in here last week and was like, "Hi, I know how to play Yu-Gi-Oh. Here's what we could do," and we were all like, "Holy fucking shit!" Um, so thank you very much to you. Uh, Red, and, you know, um, we don't have any details um, yet. We're still hammering all those out. Um, but when we know what the fuck is happening, what the hap is fucking, which is probably going to be by, ne- by next week, we will, of course, let you know. Uh, and, like, I'm saying this right at the top of the episode, just because this is important shit. I'm really excited about it. Um, and, yeah, more details when we know them. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. Um, we've discussed some fun things. Um, yeah, do you want to actually talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! The show? Oh, uh, why don't we, like... What? I, we should, like, just do a quick introduction for Elliot. Elliot, uh, just, like, tell us who you are and, like, what your history with Yu-Gi-Oh! is. Oh, yes, of course. Oh. All right. Um, okay, so my intro to Yu-Gi-Oh! sounds fake. Like, it sounds like something I am still not entirely sure I didn't make up as a child, but I vividly remember 
not a joke, getting a VHS tape or like a D, I think it was a DVD. I think we were like just maybe coming around to DVDs at this point. But um, did you it get it had... in the mail from your long lost father? No, I, I got it in the mail. I, I don't know. I guess they were sending out like promo, like, hey, look at this show that's going to be happening. And wait, it just wait, like wait. had an episode of Yu-Gi-Oh on it. Like I swear to God, I I didn't Google this beforehand to make sure that this was not something my child brain made up. But literally, I got a DVD in the mail that was like, "Hey, check this shit out!" Uh, holy shit! I, I was I told you joking. that was fake, and now as soon as I'm as as I'm saying it, I'm like, "Oh my fucking god!" I should have Googled this first to make sure that I didn't make this up. Hmm. Either way, you know what? If it was real or if it was a dream. I that was my you. first introduction to Yu-Gi-Oh! And then I watched it on Kids WB every Saturday morning for a long time. Mm. And uh, then I didn't think about it for 15 years until I got prescribed Adderall three years ago. And I stopped <laughs> sleeping for oh, yeah. about a week and a half. Um, and during that time, I stayed up all night and furiously cross-stitched and watched all five seasons of Yu-Gi-Oh! on Netflix. In one week? Uh, yeah. Damn. I mean, like, two weeks, I think. It was, it was, it was a little rough. I'm on a much lower dose. <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 That's... <laughs> yeah, when I, I was on for, like, a month, a couple months, and they had me on a pretty low dose. I get you. But also, I think I, I... I think I know what you're talking about with the VHS promos because I was like looking while looking through like voice actor credits for the show for Beyond Toon World. I did find like references to like some sort of promo uh, cassette or something for Yu-Gi-Oh. Promo well, thank fucking God, because I think it was it wasn't like a whole episode or something. It yeah. was like a, it was like a preview of like, hey, this is what yeah. this show is going to be. So watch it. Yeah, uh, I know 4Kids did another similar thing with some of its Foxbox shows. So... Oh my god, Dan, that, this makes me feel so much better. Yeah. They just they just send the Yu-Gi-Oh straight to your door? Yeah, yeah, straight up, they did. Just... And immediately me and my brother, who is a year and a half younger than me, were both like, hell yeah. And uh, now, you know what? I'm gay. He's not. So I don't know. I assumed Yu-Gi-Oh just made you gay, but you know, he didn't catch it. So hmm. 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 who's to say? Who's to say? We'll have to run the stats on that one again. Yeah, we um, will. We'll have to crunch some numbers. I think there's some hidden stat that affects that is affected by whether or not you've actually played the card game. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. I, I have very... I collected the cards, much like Pokemon. I collected the cards, but did not actually play the game. Hmm. Um, okay, because, that... as I've established, I'm a very sore loser, and I'm not fun to play <laughs> games with. Hmm. I know, I know, I know that Max has played the game, and Max is our straight host. Hmm. Oh, okay. All um, right. Well, maybe it's like, maybe it's like, I don't know. That was a. I was going somewhere with that, and it was going to be dumb if I had thought. I mean, Yu-Gi-Oh, you know, is a very gay show, as you we will find out in your special yeah. segment at the end of this episode. Okay, um, good. Also, half my notes are about how gay all the characters are. Oh hell good. yeah! And I, I do have um, one very dark hot take that I'll save for later. 
Ooh, okay, okay. So, you know, in order to That's talk about all this, <laughs> um, we need to, like, get through the episodes and talk about them, which, you know, like, not not, not to say let's get them out of the way, but they're really good, um, and I um, want to talk about them um, before yeah. we can get stuff. Um, so Sarah, you watch the sub, and Dan, you watch the yeah. dub. Okay, cool. We got a, we got a two against one. Um, so yeah, I see. I I'm the real winner because I got to watch episodes sixty eight and sixty nine. Nice, Hell yeah, nice, nice, nice. Um, and yeah, number sixty eight is called Unseen Foo Sea Stealth Two. I don't know if there was a sea stealth one. I like it. I like it when Japanese titles just. I like it when they just put like random numbers after shit. I that's good. It's yeah. weird because like the dub also mentions a sea stealth two, but only one time, and it's never clear what sea stealth is. Was that? But, I mean, maybe it was something with the first time that Maku Tsunami appeared in uh, Jill's Kingdom. He did. The- God, it probably yeah. could have been. He did some stuff with like the Umi Field card. I mm. wasn't on that episode, and I don't think I watched yeah. them, so I feel bad. Um, so these episodes uh, yeah. start out with um, so these two fucking robe guys. Oh um, shit! I forgot to mention. Way. Uh, Ooh. Uh, dub episode title is Legendary Fisherman Part One. Oh yeah, it's a double. Not meaning. very creative. So we start out with these two fucking bozos. Yeah, Yami's like. Yami's like, move, bitch, get out the way! The Vulcan um, skull of the 2000s. They're real dumbasses. They try to fight over who gets to Yugi by playing rock, paper, scissors, and they tie. And, they, and- they do the whole episode of JoJo where Rohan plays Jankin for 20 minutes, um, and it's, 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 so, it's so... I was getting annoyed. Yeah, um, I was, I was, I was like... I. I just kept thinking that he was, the joke was that Yami was going to be gone when they turned around, but he wasn't because, of course, he never fucking says no to a duel, even though he's like, I think my friends are in mortal peril. But yeah, I'll stop and watch these two guys for a second. Yeah, th- there was some stuff in the sub about like, hey, if you don't duel us, then Marek will just kill your friends. Um, oh, and- okay. That that makes way more sense because Yugi was just like standing there in silence, like watching these two guys play paper, rock, scissors, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. And because they're taking so fucking long to decide who goes one on one against Yami, like Kaiba shows up and is like, yeah. for fuck's sake, let's just do a tag match. Um, yeah. And he also he's Kaiba's kind of just like I I'm not I'm not doing this because I like you or anything I just want to hunt down the ghouls. Yeah. Right. And then I was and then I was happy that Yami didn't run away because I was like he can't embarrass himself in front of his boyfriend by yeah. turning down a duel. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they they do a duel and the fucking first card that Kaiba draws. Yep. I got mine. Yep. I got my Lacroix. Croy, uh, yeah, I'm going with the uh, pomegranate uh, gin this time. I'm um, going with a mix of Fireball and coffee creamer, also known as Dragon Tum. That's disgusting. Uh, thanks, Dan. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's time for a shot of greed because Kaiba plays the pot of greed. Uh, what does what does pot of greed do? It lets you draw two more cards from your deck. Oh, okay. Hand. Oh, great. Oh, that is meant um, to be mixed with Tommy. So he draws 
Oh yeah, how's the how is how's the alcohol? Are you doing an extra shot for me as I requested? Yeah, okay, fine. You don't okay. have to. <laughs> I'll do I the extra shot because I mix it. I mix it right well enough that it actually tastes good. Oh, oh okay. good. Nice. Dragon come to right. recommended. Oh, and speaking of dragon come, Kaiba summons Lord of D. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> With, he's got two. He's got a flute in each hand. Uh, yeah, he's double fisting them. Yep. Uh, and yeah, he summons like four dragons or something. Yeah. I don't. He just does. He this. summons all three blue eyes on his first turn, which is normal. And uh, another one called Yanzaru. And I, like I wrote this down. One. I wrote down this quote. I hope you realize this is the only the beginning of what my deck has in store for you. It gets better, so please feel free to forfeit the duel at any time. I bet it's ben, such your fun. impressions are so good. <laughs> Thank you. Our official Kaiba of the show, Dan. <laughs> I love it. Like every single time I hear your Kaiba impression, I'm very impressed by it. He's such a dick in these episodes. I love it so yeah. much. Um, yeah, he sucks. I love him. Yeah, like he starts. Yeah, here he's like starts telling you he like, oh, you don't need to do anything. You're like, I can win this all by myself. And Yami just kind of huffily is just like, fine. I'll just watch and like passive aggressively sets Karibo in defense position. <laughs> it's really funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my and, god, like, yeah, that's right. And also like Kaiva says in the dub, is that the best you can do, Yugi? If that's all you've got, I can't wait to battle you myself. <sighs> um so some more dealing things happen and then just like on the next turn, Kaiba just immediately, you know, he's got his three blue eyes, right? He just fucking sacrifices them all to immediately summon Obelisk. And everyone's just like, holy fucking shit. Do you guys have the cap of Karibo doing Adventure Time sparkly eyes? Oh shit. I, I, no. I don't know if I got that. I, I don't have any caps. I don't have anything useful. Like, I feel like you would have remembered it because it was just like the best thing I've ever seen. He's just like looking at Obelisk like, Kari! <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, basically, Obelisk just kills the guys immediately. Yeah. He fucking top decks them. It's <laughs> yeah. Technically, now cheating. I have a, I have a technical question that might be too nitpicky for Yu-Gi-Oh, but maybe it's not. And that is, uh, now they're battling for locator cards, as I understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, is Kaiba? Is Kaiba in the tournament? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, he. This so he, was wait, covered. So I. Oh, okay. Sorry, maybe it was. I just, I just thought yeah. he was just like the host, and then the winner like dueled yeah. him. So I was like, wait a second. Yeah, I don't like. We might have just like skipped over talking about it, but there was a scene where he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna be in the tournament, so I, I don't." Like, I'm not allowed to know where the finals are, so therefore I'm appointing you, Mokuba, my tiny child brother, that's to be the he... actual manager person. Oh, so that's why Mokuba's the commissioner. Okay, everything makes sense now. You yeah. know what? Yu-Gi-Oh! makes perfect sense now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the rules, they're all legit. They follow them they're all in legit. every deal. They're, as we will see in the upcoming duel, all the rules make perfect sense and are real. Yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, so speaking of locator cards, god, I'm fucking on the segue today. Um, after they defeat the two clowns, um, 
like Yami kind of runs up to them and does a whole like, "Where's Rachel?" Um, except he says, "Where's Jonomichi?" Um, <laughs> that was good. Kaiba goes to the other guy and like takes their puzzle cards and like, I just he like throws it at Yami and is like, "Here, take a puzzle card." And Yami just like snatches it out of the air again, quite passive aggressively. Um, what else? Kaiba does a thing where he's like, "Don't bother with these goons. Like, I could use technology yeah. to find your best friend." Um, now, in the dub, I want to say um, Yami has one line in this in these two episodes, and they are just simply, "I need to find my friends." Mm-hmm. Eyes go completely black. I need to find my friends, Kaiba. This is this really is the Where's Rachel of you here? Mm. Truly. Um, or did you put your name in the goblet of fire? Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, they'd, like, check the jewel discs for where Jonuichi is, um, because if he starts dueling, his location will register. Then we cut to fish! 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 So, like, Meiko Tsumami just, like, catches a whole load of fish from a tank at SeaWorld that was supposed to be... You know what? That's direct action. (laughs) <laughs> he's, freeing, he's freeing Shamu and I respect him he doesn't yeah. know what an aquarium is he thinks that the fish are there for you to catch and eat yeah he just wants his catch of the day and yeah. so like this trainer lady this this like whale trainer lady like chews him out a bit but like she's really sick so so Mako yeah. offers to to like do the show in her place because I am one with the sea and all the creatures that inhabit it. <laughs> Mako is a he's a he's a good boy. Um, he's oh a yeah, good boy. he's just like you know what? Well, you you just sit yeah. down. I'll do the whale show. It's okay. You don't know me. Don't worry about it. Can we mention how before this, like he falls into the pool, and nearly gets eaten yeah. by an orca. And yeah. has this conversation with her while, like, in the mouth of the orca. Yeah, it's so good. God, he okay. rules. He fucking rules. He's just like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I didn't know what an aquarium was until five minutes ago, but I'm gonna do your aquarium show. Um, yeah, and then the next scene is we cut to Marek, who is so fucking stylish, you guys. Yeah. He's on he his- looks so good. He's on his bitchin' hog, and he does. He pops a fuck. <laughs> yeah, let me just make sure. I no, it doesn't happen yet. But he, but he's like going around and like, and like Yami Bakura just like senses his energy. Yeah, he gets like a ping from Millennium Ring, yeah. and it's like hot new Millennium singles in your area. Here, here he is. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, there's a bottom nearby. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then we. Oh, yeah, the like game squad catch up to where Bakura is, and like Bakura turns around and is like, mm, "I'm a normal boy." Um, <laughs> fucking every time he does this, it's a, I love it. Yeah. Um, he's like from <laughs> evil plot. Hello, yeah. I'm just an it never gets boy. old to me. It's really good. Um, yeah, Joey sees a poster of uh, Makusunami's Orca show. <laughs> That he drew himself, definitely, for sure. Yeah, it's good. And I, I don't know what the kind of, you know, time 
lines here are, you know, that the previous yeah. uh, Maku Tsunami scene could have taken place that morning and this is the afternoon, but I really like to think that these posters were, like, made and distributed within five minutes. Yeah. Um, yes. And, like, Joey and- just looks at it and is like, oh, there he is, I'm gonna duel him. Let's go to the aquarium. In the dub, Tristan says, he should be dueling, not performing with Shamu. Yeah. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Like the all the whole reaction from the gang is like, how dare this motherfucker have a job when he should be playing card games? <laughs> so Joey fucking busts into the aquarium in the middle of the show. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah. And Marcus, Marcus Lamy's just doing sick orca tricks at the aquarium. Yeah. Um and like he's just like, Oh hi Joey, hell yeah, let's Let's make it part of the orca show now. Yeah. <laughs> they just, you they know, just do it that. Would be better. It would be better if the whale was dueling. God. If he taught, if in the five minutes, like in between putting up all the posters and shit, he was teaching a whale how to duel, I would like what that. If, what if, like, instead of like them two being on like a stage in the middle of it, like just Joey was on the stage and Mako was just circling around him on the whale while dueling? <laughs> Yeah, yeah I mean, if, I like teaching dolphins how to do flips and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it's just I feel like that almost does happen in the jail. Like, yeah. um, I mean, basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's like a little sequence here, um, where Joey is like, "Oh, it's a show. There's an audience. I've got to, I've got to be showbiz. I've got to show off." So he yeah. fucking <sighs> he tries to do a fucking pose. Yeah, and it sucks, and everyone hates it. He does. He does pirouette. Yeah, and 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 poses, and everyone hates it. And he just draws a card dramatically, and uh, looks like a fucking dumbass because it's parasite, parasite, and he yeah. forgot to take him out of his deck. Yeah. Um. And then he does that thing, which I heavily related to because I do it every single time I've ever played Magic the Gathering, which is spend my entire turn just reading the cards and trying to figure out what they mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and That's yeah, another everyone's... reason I'm a bad person to play games with is because I'll, like, anytime anybody plays a card, I'll demand that they hand it over so I can read all the words of it. That's... Wow. Oh my yeah. god. That's... I want to know how to counter it! I don't want to mm. play by Yu-Gi-Oh! rules where I have to, like, learn what its ability is as I'm attacking it. I mean, I mean, Kevin, this is a bit of a tangent here, but like for every time I've played Magic, that's like the gamer etiquette where like you are absolutely allowed to like grab your opponent's cards and read them to see what they do. That's like just like polite because otherwise you're being a dick. Oh, um, good. So that's like the opposite of Yu-Gi-Oh. I mean, I don't know. I've never played Yu-Gi-Oh. With, no, like, I mean, I guess the opposite of show Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Show Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, okay, the next scene we cut to, I think, is the sick bike Marek thing that... Oh, fuck yeah. It rolls. <laughs> he does a fucking, like, wheelie round a corner in an alleyway. Yeah. Where is he so... driving to? Yeah. Yeah, like, is it... He just is driving around the alleyways of Domino City doing wheelies <laughs> like a fucking badass. He Not like a bottom loves... at all. He loves doing sick tricks on his on his hog. Yeah, and then um, he like comes to an abrupt screeching halt because Bakura is t posing in front of him. <laughs> yeah, basically. I didn't notice that. Yeah. I wish I had. 
I think he's. I think it's more like kind of holding arms out to like stop Marek, but it just looks like he's deposing. It's a depose. Um, and then he kind of tries to mug Marek in an alleyway, basically. Um, um and uh, at least on the dub, how it goes down is, I'm doing very little editorializing here. Um, oh, Marek is, is like. Merrick is like, what do you what do you want my Millennium Rod for anyway? And Yami Bakura to this stranger who he's just met goes, oh, me? With all the Millennium items? Yeah, I'm actually going to collect them, and then I'm going to get strong enough to rule the world. <laughs> Does he say anything no. like, more coherent and less stupid in the subs, Sarah? Um, I didn't, like, I didn't really write very, but, like, he does straight up say, like, hi, I'm Bakura, and I want all the Millennium Items so that I like, he doesn't say rule the world or something, he just, I think he says something vague about, like, I want the evil power inside the Tablet of the Pharaoh's Memories thingy. Yeah. Um, I think it's quite vague, um, but Marek here is just, like, yeah, dude, like, I'll just, I'll give it to you, but you have to wait until I kill the nameless pharaoh. Because, um, like, I just love how Marek's motivation in the sub is just he straight up wants to murder Yami. Um, mm. Bakura has a whole thing where he's just like, no, mom said it's my turn on Millennium Rod. <laughs> um, and then they kind of uh, decide to face off with their Millennium items and kind of start to glow with, like, stand powers. Huh, that's neat. Um, that do, does do we get that, Dan? No, we, I don't think we did. No, I think uh, Merrick was a lot more vague because he obviously is not allowed to say I'm going to straight up kill Yami in real life with a gun. <laughs> um, instead, he's just like, "Oh yeah, you need to get some items for me, and then I'll give you the rod." Yeah, I think we have we have that in a different order because like th- this like cuts and then it's a they don't come back until the next episode where they suddenly decide not to fight and to like work backer is like oh actually you know what i've changed my mind i'm not gonna fight you i'm gonna work together yeah. you know okay it makes it makes sense that four kids would, would cut this because it like implies intense violence yeah um and then we cut back out we are back at it again in aquarium next scene mm-hmm. um yeah, the most notable things are like, uh, let's see, Mako does a thing where he can like raise the water level. Yeah. Like, is yeah. that is that how it was portrayed in the dub? Because uh, in the sub, it was like, uh, hey, you're here, like I've got this like terrain card, like Umi. Yeah, and it's, the, it's like, yeah, it's still it, a like, terrain bonus. The water that was on around their feet was like hologram water, and then there was like the real water, which like I'm not actually... sure if they ever make that clear, but I, but it seems like that was the idea. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because like I think it, it like it becomes relevant uh, later on with uh, Hot Dad, Legendary Fisherman. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. That's that's episode sixty eight. Um, do you guys have any video games you want to talk about? Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, you go first, Dan, while I think. Yeah, so for this week's uh, Queens of Games, I, well, let's see. Like I said last week, I was finishing up on the on the goatee version of Borderlands 1, 
And I figured, you know what, I, I just beat this. Why don't I go ahead and replay the rest of the games in chronological order? So I'm going through pre-sequel, which is the game between 1 and 2. Uh, uh, it's, it's like the mechanical... <clears throat> excuse me, something... The mechanical jump between between the first game, the first FPS and the last FPS is pretty big, but also I am enjoying it a lot more. Uh, the, there's a there's a slightly bigger online scene with the game than there was when I originally played it, so I've got more opportunities to do multiplayer stuff, which is always fun. It's it's an it's a good game. I've probably described it before. I've only played Tales from the Borderlands because I like a game that is um, 95% cutscene. Yeah, it's Tales from That's the Borderlands is easily the best game in the series anyway, so... Okay, good. cool. Um, I don't have a console or, like, a PC that is, uh, quote, good, unquote. So, uh, <laughs> coming at you is uh, Elliot's uh, app corner. I have been oh, playing... I, oh, yeah, I have been playing Alpha Bear, which you can get on Android and I assume iPhone because I love board games because I'm a big nerd. And it's a cute story about bears who time travel and they mess everything up. And so now they have to go through a bunch of different time periods to fix time. And all the levels are uh, word puzzles where you have to click on the tiles to make words and all mm -hmm. the bears that you gather give you different powers. And Aww. it's very fun, and it's very cute, and it's, like, one of those ones where it's free, but you can pay, like, a couple bucks at a time to get extra shit. But it's not... The thing I like is that you don't... Um, there's, like, a handful of one-time purchases. Like, you can pay ten bucks and get, like, permanent, like, boosted stats, basically. And, you know, like... And it's, like, a one-time purchase to get rid of ads forever and stuff. So it's not, like... Mm. Yeah. The gotcha games that I had to stop playing because I was just, like, paying 99 cents at the time until I realized I'd spent a couple hundred dollars. Oh, jeez. <sighs> happens to the best of us, I assume. <gasps> don't tell me if it hasn't happened to you. I don't want to know. I mean, it's not happened to me, but it's happened to several people that, and, and yeah, whew, that's, that's rough. That's rough. Yeah. Um, but the bear one sounds very good. Yeah. The bear one is very good if you like board games, and that is uh, Elliot's app corner. Yeah. Sarah, uh, you don't so. you don't game, is that right? No, I don't game. So we're gonna do Sarah's Pokemon corner. Oh yeah, yeah. We have what? to pick out a Pokemon. Ah, okay. So uh, I generated one, which is number seven hundred and sixty-seven at uh, Wimpod, which is Bug and Water. I actually, um, I actually, you know, pressed the. Uh, exclamation mark dex command in our robot channel to generate me a pokemon and i thought there there had been a mistake because there was like the description but the little image of it wasn't there but just turns out it's a really flat pokemon yeah um i don't know I, this one so i'm googling an image of it right now i've seen this one before i'm not from super familiar with it but i've seen pictures of it i think it's it looks is it that one that was based on a trilobite that came out like two uh, one game this ago. This is the one from this is the one from Sun and Moon, uh the most recent game to come out. Yeah, so the just, first one that was based off of a trilobite was like Ah fuck. I can see its uh, face. Kabuto? I can see its I can see its creepy little face. Yeah. Oh yeah, Kabuto. Um, yeah, that's the one. Hmm. 
anyway, this one's shaped like a friend to me. It's shaped like a friend, but it's it's easily forgettable and unmissable. Right, um, he doesn't wow me. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm... Hmm. Host of the show, Maxi Bajillion, says in the Discord chat, Baby boy! He evolves into my favorite. Thank you, thank you Max. I, oh, does he? I okay, was... well, now I gotta look up his evolution, because I want to know. I was gonna, I was gonna give him a two, um, but because of those comments from Max, I will give him a two point four. Oh, his thank evolution you. looks fun. Thank you, Wimpod. Mm. Um, thank you, Wimpod. Thank you for I'm your service. Thank you for thank your, you your service. service. Hmm. Let's see. Okay, okay. Now I'm looking at different images of Wimpod. Uh, I, I'm a far bigger fan because I do like this like horseshoe crab looking motherfucker. Um, mm. It's just the the like the image in in our robot chat is not very good. So I'm um, I'm gonna bump that up to a two point six. Thank you, Wimpod. Hell yeah! Thanks. Next, you um, the sound of me opening my second Lacroix of the recording. Oh fuck yeah! Okay. Nice. We're good. Uh, and with that, it's time for episode sixty-nine. Nice, 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 nice. Legendary fisherman. And I like to think this as like canon confirmation that the legendary fisherman does in fact sixty-nine. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, he's hot. He's, he's well hot. He is an absolute daddy. Um, but we don't see him until a wee bit later. First, there's like a bunch more dueling. Uh, this episode kind of opens with like just 10 minutes of dueling. Um, the only note I have is Joey play Charizard. Hmm. That's all oh, I have yeah. to say. Yeah. Avoid it. That's uh, baby dragon. Baby dragon. Yeah, some... it's like it's a polymerization of baby dragon with uh, like alligator sword or something. Yeah. Now, um, at what points do we get uh, Mega Tsunami's tragic backstory? I think um, it's later. It's well, later. We we open up with we do see like a like a quick flashback, but it doesn't go full into it quite yet. Right. Yeah. Because like, I am thrilled to like I'm very excited to hear the differences between the dub and the sub on this one. God, yeah, same. Um. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like. Basically, nothing. Decent happens until Mako's plays Legendary Fisherman. It is like, this card's my dad. And he's really hot. Um, This card's my fun, hot dad. Yeah, I don't, I've only, I've only just written down Mako Get Tragic Backstory. Um, I don't actually have any written specifics, um, but I'm excited to hear what you guys got. And I'll see what I can remember. Um, I'll go because I actually have a theory related mm-hmm. to this tragic backstory that I'd like you guys that I'd like your guys' confirmed slash deny on. Right. So the so Mega's tragic backstory is that he and his dad were like out on a boat in the ocean and there was a terrible storm and Mako's dad tied him to the mast of the boat. And then um when you know, and then got swept overboard, I assume, or something. And then in the morning, I guess he got knocked out. And then when he woke up in the morning, his dad was gone. But the dub was sure to specify that the lifeboat was missing. So Mako is sure that the dad escaped. Um, I... Can, I get, can I get into the second part where he gets a package or is that later? 
Uh, I, no, I think it's all at once. It's all at once. Okay, cool. Okay, so this is where this this is where it takes a turn. So yeah. later, uh, Mako gets a package, uh, an anonymous package with the legendary fisherman card in it, with a note to never give up. And he screams to the sky, "I'll never give up, Dad!" And after the flashback ended, I just got really sad because from all the evidence presented to me. What it seems like is, yes, Mako's dad is alive, but what he tried to do was kill his son and start a new life. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, wait, four, four kids, four kids. I didn't, really bring, kind of... I didn't want to bring the podcast down this much, but I'm just looking yeah. at the facts. I mean, the, like, this, this, this really kind of backfired on them because like we, we, get, we get pretty much the exact same backstory, minus the thing about the lifeboat. Um, it's <laughs> that just was like, a four kids original. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I feel like I would remember it. I don't remember it, but it's just like Mako's like, oh, I assumed my dad was dead, so I, you know, built his grave on the top of a hill where it was nice, a place for him to look out at the ocean. And every they, so often, I go visit his grave, not so much because I miss my dad, because I love the ocean and I want to hope he's out there somewhere. Um, Dan, why don't you hit us with what it is in the dub? Oh yeah, so what he says is. He even built a monument overlooking the sea to guide him home. And Mako spent years of his life keeping vigilant watch, hoping that his dad would show up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not a grave. Not that different. Grave, not a grave. Monument. Extremely kid voice. Not a grave, just a monument. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should mention that during this duel... We just kind of get some ominous shots of some rare hunters sitting in the audience and not yeah, to like it. dip too deep into like the Pigot family of inside jokes. But my first thought upon looking at them was, I bet this is what Brooks and Eddie's face looks like every time they sit down to watch Game of Thrones the entire episode. They do look just, very defeated. They're watching the duel and they're just, yeah, 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 yeah. They they are puppets of a greater master, aka yeah, the podcast they, are... they run. Yeah, um, yeah. The, I, yeah. I I, <laughs> I can't think of anything else wild. I mean, we still get the same stuff about the you know sending him a secret VHS tape which has Yu Gi Oh on it, which then gets Mako into Yu Gi Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was me. The fifth host was me, Mako Tsunami. <sighs> Um, the um, okay. The last thing I want to note before we move on from Mako's tragic backstory is that in the sub, there's like this this sensual sax solo is back at it again, playing over this the whole time, and it's really good. And I'd highly recommend watching it. Um, yeah, I so don't then, remember what kind of music we got, but that sounds better. It sounds I, better. Yeah. I think about the sensual sax solo all the time. Um, yeah, so they cut back to the deal and there's a big whale that he summons and stuff um, and then this is, I don't know if you guys got this, but this is when we cut back to the alley and Bakura being like okay, you know, I've changed my mind uh, about mucking you, let's actually, let's work together um, and the last thing he that Bakura says to Malik is like if, uh, I happen, you know, I can help you because I happen to be possessing the body of one of Yugimoto's dear friends and I will lend it to you um, Marek has some stuff about how he's like, oh, I see this fool wants to 
put all the Millennium items into the tablet, but he doesn't know how to do this because the secret to how to do this is in the tattoos on my back. And huh. that's mentioned um, for the we first time We extremely do not get that. Um, we don't get that at all. We got like a general scene, but nothing, but none of the dialogue is the same. Yeah. Yeah, they may as well just be like talking about the weather. They do have, I mean, there is one thing I think is worth noting, which is like, Bakura does like note that he's been in, he's dueled in a number of shadow games throughout history. That's right. Yeah, yeah that so that's a piece of new information, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, back in the duel, this is kind of like the climactic point of the duel, I guess. Um, this whole duel, like the legendary fisherman has been like hiding somewhere, which is, I guess, Yu-Gi-Oh rules. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh rules. And Mako, like it's keep like he keeps attacking Joey and taking away his life points and stuff. Um, but Joey finally figures out where the daddy is and manages to like uh, take it out. Um, at this point, Mako like refuses to duel anymore because, like, what's the point if I don't have my hot buff dad dueling yeah. by my side? <laughs> and I mean, um, that's a mood, Mako. Yeah, yeah. Um, Joey gives like a speech um, to Mako, kind of here, and is like, "Mate, that's fucking bullshit. You've got to keep dueling like for your dad and stuff." Um, and I just wanted to take some time to mention here that y'all remember how Joey has an incredibly shitty dad? Oh, fuck. Uh, I, t- I texted my best friend, Olivia, who I hope is listening because I'm on this episode. Hi, Olivia. I love you. Hi, um, Olivia. I love you too. I love you. We are both big. We're sh- She's the co-creator of Card Lawyers. <laughs> um, uh. Anyway, um, I texted her because she's also only watched the dub, and I was like, hey, Pot of Greed just reminded me that there's exactly one episode where it's revealed that Joey has a horrible, like, violently abusive alcoholic father and a horrible home life, and it's just never brought up again. And, uh, yeah, so it's it's good. It rules. Mm. Yeah. And Mako, like, thinks about his dad. We get some, like, flashbacks to when they were, like, on the sea and enjoying fun times together. And then just, like, kind of, like, sheds a few tears before being like, yes, I will continue the duel! Um, And then they keep dueling, and I, again, don't have any notes about it. Uh, Yeah, I just, I do have a single note about the extremely dumb (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh rule way that um, Joey figured out which monster was Buff Hot Dad. Um, Because there have been, I guess, I wasn't paying that much attention to the actual dueling, but I guess there were like two kind of shapes circling him underneath the water this whole time. And then one of them jumps out of the water and it's the real life whale. And so he's like, oh, if that one's the whale, then the other one must be the card. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I didn't really figure, I didn't really, like, I wasn't clear how that translated yeah. to um, which one to attack and how funny it would have been if he uh, attacked a real life whale with a card. <laughs> Then that's when Shamu becomes a duelist to get revenge on Duelist Kingdom runner up Joey Wheeler. Mm. I'm coming for you, Joey. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> I liked it. 
Yeah. Next. I feel like I'll work on it for next time for our new Yu-Gi-Oh! OC, uh, Shamu the Wheel Duelist. Anyway, um, the most notable thing that happens in the rest of the duel for me, and I really hope that you guys have this because Joey is like thinking about um, how like his motivation to duel and win is so that he can get good and then duel Yami. And then there's this fucking sick huh. ass shot of the ocean and it's all like red and like Yami is standing in the sea, like waves crashing around his legs and like the shot zooms in on him. He just like turns around and kind of like half smiles at Joey while a big wave crashes behind him and I fucking lost my shit. It was so cool. You guys sure uh, I'll that. tell you, we get one sentence about Joey Wheeler dueling for his little sister serenity and uh that's that yeah okay okay um yeah yeah joey sounds so fucking good but i mean they they have they have they have good qualities in both of them i mean like Mm. could we get a monument overlooking the sea in this um no we could and we would not have gotten the song no matter what Oh, you didn't man. get that from the de- from the sub. How did it come to this? Jam. After all this time, two of a kind. No, you're not just in science. Um. Anyway, Joey Joey... about the dub and the sub. <laughs> two of a kind. No, you're not just in science. We um, are closer than brothers. <laughs> we have to fight each other. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, so the, the end of this deal is like Joey wins. I can't remember how he wins, but I know that it doesn't kind of matter. The reason yeah. he wins is because Mako is like too attached to his dad card. And like he could have won if he just saved the big whale, but instead he was like, no, I must take my hot buff dad out of the graveyard because I don't want my dad to be dead and in the graveyard. Um, and that's why Joey wins. And, um, oh. Not sure that's exactly, you know what, but I don't care. I don't like <laughs> I'm not sure if that's exactly how it happens in the dub, but I Joey wins. There's something about Joey using a card called Giant Trunade, which drains yeah. the sea. That's right. Yeah, he drained He drained the ocean. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's something that I know. Um, Some bullshit. Like, it kind of it cuts to afterwards, and they're like swapping cards. Like, Mako's giving Joey his rare cards and the two puzzle card things mm-hmm. and Mako's just like here take my dad here <laughs> take my dad here I heard you had a shitty dad let me give you a new dad exactly so now like remember Joey's shitty dad doesn't have it anymore because now he's got a hot buff fishing dad in his deck and it's yeah. good he's his new dad yeah uh, Joey get a new dad um yeah, there's like a little shot of the audience ghouls, and like this was when I remind rem- remembered there were ghouls in the audience, and I was like, what the fuck? What are they? Um, I guess they're gonna like I don't know kidnap Joey and take over his brain in the next episode uh, or something. And then the final scene, which I love, yeah, um, this is-, is actually pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Uh, Kaiba and Yami have been walking around like awkwardly for like the last wee while um and mokuba's with... there too right yeah yeah and kaiba's just like constantly being a dick um what happens for you guys um so... we don't get a whole lot of the walk i don't think we just get the last five seconds where kaiba is like hey my satellites found your shitty friend 
Yami's like really pissed that Kaiba is like just really doesn't care about them. Yeah, he like snaps. He's like, bitch, stop calling my friend a shitty duelist. He's fucking good, okay? And then there's like a big action shot that, and that's the end of the episode. Kaiba is just like, well, I don't care how good he is. Just follow me if you want to find him. And then just like strides away dramatically. What a bitch. I like um, that. I like that. Um, the B plot was Yami being like, "Hey, my friends are gonna die, so like, I need to find them right fucking now. Like, this is of the utmost importance." And the A plot is just like the rest of the gang having a fun aquarium day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, okay. it's fine. There's no ghouls in the audience like staring them down. There's nothing's gonna happen. They'll be fine. No, we're they're just gonna have a fun, inspirational speech, and we're trading dads. Trading yeah. dads. Um, and yeah, that was that's... my favorite HGTV show. Mm. <laughs> um, and that's 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 it. That's that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, so I think the first thing we should do at the end of the podcast is Elliot's segment. Um, so my segment is uh, now what I what I originally wanted to bring to the podcast was uh, ranking Yu-Gi-Oh characters on the Femme Butch scale, but there are only like three female characters so hmm. that was kind of uh yeah that was a rough uh that was a rough ask so instead uh we will be rating or i guess i will be rating uh some characters which i do not know they've prepared a list for me on the twink bear what was it the twink bear hunk triad yeah yeah I'm actually, I'm going to drop, because I, I I have had a picture of this triangle saved on my computer since, like, before this podcast started. Because, like, I think it was a, sec- like, you suggested this, like, you know, back in... It's like, day one, yeah. Yeah, back in, like, pre-production era Pod of Greed. Yeah, so um, for a little, a little Pod of Greed lore for our listeners, uh, I was in on the original, like idea of this podcast but um due to like a host of personal reasons uh but the main one being a lack of internet i was i have not been here for the last year yeah but um i've been i've been your number one fan thank you thank you okay so um i've kept it like i've said list of characters keep it under 20 for time 20 is still a fucking lot of characters so let's, let's <laughs> it's still let's, a fucking lot of characters but maybe i can just like speed round them although i'm just realizing like for an audio medium it might be hard to like say where i'm placing <laughs> like if i try and put them in the middle somewhere i mean th- <laughs> no, they're I mean... all nibbled you know there's like okay so the bottom uh bottom left corner is twink Bottom right corner is hunk. Top of the pyramid is bear. So in between twink and bear is cub. Okay. In between hunk and bear is bunk. In between twink and hunk, <laughs> twink and hunk is twunk. With stuff you like bearish I don't twink, like any of those. Hunkish twink, twinkish yeah. hunk, bearish hunk, hunkish, hunkish bear, twinkish bear, bearish twink, twinkish. And okay, in cool. the middle you know what? Yeah, we'll, pyramid, we'll make up some descriptors. No yeah. yeah. I want to be clear um, that I am not a gay man. And so, you know what? I don't know what actually what I only know kind of what these words mean. So, you know what? Feel free to get at us with your own suggestions. Rip. Um, okay, so uh, first of all, we've got some like main characters and stuff, kind of our our, our standard um, uh, main cast. So uh, number one, Seto Kaiba. 
Uh, God, you know what? I, my first instinct is to say twink, but then there are some like shots of him being like weirdly ripped. Hmm. But I'm gonna go with my first instinct. Okay. Okay. He's, he's a he's just, vaguely he's just, hunkish he, twink. He, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I think so. He's just like he's so skinny. I feel I like guess for all, I guess they're all so skinny. This is Yu-Gi-Oh, so we can really kind of cut out the bear and hunk sides of the triangle and just go from between twink, bearish, twink, hunkish, twink, and twinkish. That's, um, that's true. They're all going to be twink to some degree. They're all fucking twinks. Yeah, that's why I threw in... I tried to throw in a couple suggestions. I don't know if we're going over them or not. I oh, just uh, yeah, yeah, tried to go okay. over Max can edit things. out anything that winds up being boring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, number two is specifically Yami Yugi, and I just want to remind you guys that Yugi Motu is 12 years old and is not allowed in the triangle, but the pharaoh is. He's a baby. Um, he is, uh... Gosh. He... I don't know. He's... He's, like, closer to Twink than Hunk, but, like, he's further Hunk than Kaiba, I think, just because of the deep voice. Hmm. Okay, okay, so we're definitely going with with dub with dub yummy. All right. Yeah. Um, oh tries. yeah, I don't, I don't, I've never seen the sub, so I don't know. I don't have anything to compare it to. I just, yeah. I just know our good friend Dan Green. Oh, thank you, Dan Green. Uh, number three is Joey Wheeler, since he was in these episodes, and I feel like we should we should probably rate him. Hmm. You know, I just, I don't want to say hunk because. He's not, he's, but he's also he's not a twink. Yeah, a first non-twink character. Yeah, he's just not. I, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say hunk. Joey Wheeler uh, is a himbo. You know what? That's correct. We should just rate which characters are himbos. <laughs> we we should make a new triangle for which the second point is himbo instead of hunk. Um, yeah. Or like instead of bear, because we're ne- we're never gonna use bear. Uh, you say Mark that noise. Um, okay, although the next character is a bit of a curveball here is Yugi's grandpa, Grandamoto. Where is Solomon on this triangle? I don't like I don't like to see think about that because I think the thing about Bear is you have a lot of body hair and I just like tried to picture that on Yugi's grandpa and I did not like to see it. <laughs> you know what? I'm throwing my fucking hat in the ring. He's a bear. He's just fucking yeah. like He's under his weird suspenders. He's like ripped and hairy. So think about that. <laughs> Thanks for listening dense. to our podcast. All right. Um, so now let's let's move on to like maybe some sort of villains and shit. And you know, easy pick, Marek. Marek is the twinkest twink that ever lived, and also um, made before I knew what the word non-binary was. I was like, when I was a kid watching Yu-Gi-Oh for the first time, I was like. I love Merrick for some reason I don't quite understand. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. He's, He's non-binary. Like so far, okay, if you had to rate him on the femme butch scale, where would he go? He he's he's femme even though he drives a motorcycle. He's he's femme. He would I could see him. You know what? Once he breaks the confines of the gender binary, once he like goes to fucking I don't know San Francisco or something and sees what's going on. Like, I I can see him doing like drag, makeup, everything. I mean, I mean, I've definitely talked about this at length in the podcast. But the reason that I started doing my makeup was because I saw Marek and was like, "Oh fuck, I want to do that." 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? Merrick made me feel like I could wear a crop top. Hmm. Merrick made me feel like I could wear eyeliner. Oh, what I, a haven't, fucking icon. I haven't worn a crop top yet, but you know what? Maybe someday. Summer is coming. Summer's coming. Summer in Minnesota, which still gets warm, but you know. Uh, next uh, is Maximilian Pegasus. Maximilian Pegasus is also. I don't know. Yeah, he's like pretty much twink. I would. Yeah. Um, I think he's a twunk under the under the suit. Yeah. He is literally that guy in that video says, I am a twunk. That is a twink <laughs> with the body of a hunk. <laughs> You're right. You know what? You're absolutely fucking right, Dan, and you should say it. Some may say it is shoulder pads, but we're going to say it's gym time. It's games. Yeah, what um, do you think he's doing in that castle all day when he's not drinking red wine and reading the newspaper comics? He, he's lifting all those glasses of red wine in constant succession. That's got to build some bicep. Um, it, uh, let me tell you, let, let me tell you, as a recovering alcoholic, it does not. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm as flabby as the day I was born. I apologize if this sounds weird, but Maximilian Pegasus is the only male wine mom. Yeah, no, that's I correct. Just about to say, Maximilian Pegasus owns one of those uh, big wine glasses that fits a whole bottle of wine. Absolutely, and he's got like... He's got those he's got those refrigerator magnets. I don't know if you guys are gonna know what I'm talking about, but I'm looking at one right now in my mother's kitchen that says <laughs> it's like those vintage photos of like housewives and they just say like yep. they just like all the captions are something about like killing their husbands. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I follow some of my friends' moms on Instagram just for that content. It's so good. It's <laughs> just it. like it makes my day. Anyway, uh next while we're rating uh Pegasus, we might as well go ahead and rate Croquet. Hmm. Uh he's a you know what? I'm gonna say wait. I don't know who I'm thinking of. I might be mixing him up with Croquet is uh like, I might be mixing him up with one of Kaiba's bodyguards or some or not bodyguards, he's whatever. He's the one with the mustache. Mustache, I'm rating him between a hunk and a bear. Yeah. And he's Pegasus' life partner. Oh, absolutely. They're very very happy together. (laughs) Bunk. Um, And so uh, we've got to rate Makusunami here. Oh, fuck yeah. 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 You know what? He's a... Oh, shit. You know what he is? He's... What is it called? It's... I think it's like an otter. It's like a... You're ripped, but you don't have any hair. (laughs) No, I think otter is like a hairy twink. Oh, I thought, oh, okay. I don't know. I thought there was a word for, like, a bear, but, like, hairless. I don't know. Otter is a thing. Although, on on this diagram, it does say cub. Maybe a similar thing. Yeah, like I said, I'm not a a gay man, and these words don't enter my vernacular I'm a bi man, and I can tell you that a cub is more like... A cub is supposed to be a fat twink, and I technically fall under that, but I don't really like it like the term, so I just yeah. go with uh, Chubb. Nice. Um, yeah, like, we have, we've just found this triangle and we're trying to figure out what to do with it, much like the Millennium Puzzle. puzzle. You really... <laughs> Truly. Um, we're trying to fit these pieces together to summon the... I don't fucking and it's know gonna what. Take us, it's gonna take us eight years or whatever. Yeah, to figure out what, like, gay vernacular is. Yeah. Um, but then we're, gonna, then we're gonna finally have friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Um, so, okay, and, you know, while we're reading Mako, we gotta, you know, does is Legendary Fisherman under the same label or a different one? Uh, I, I don't know. I think... I think Legendary... Are... Oh, go ahead. I think he's full hunk. Yeah, yeah. full hunk. Absolutely. Just pure distilled essence of hunk. Um, so, yeah, let's, we, we've read some cards. I mean, I feel like we should probably rate the three god cards. Like, are they all just gonna I, be... Yeah. You know... Hmm. Where, well, where's Slifer? Uh, is Slifer a hunk? I'm gonna say, if, if you don't mind me butting in, I've got an opinion. Please. I think they all represent one end of the of the triangle. Uh, Slifer's a twink. Yep. Uh, Obelisk is a hunk. Yep. And uh, the winged guardian of Ra is a bear because they got all those feathers. As bears traditionally do. They'll play D&D? Yeah. I love it. I love it. Oh, yes. The, the, the winged dragon of Ra is an oil bear. Yeah. Phoenix. Phoenix. Hoopst. Um, all right. Yeah, that was easy. Uh, okay. What about, like, say, uh, Funny Rabbit? Hmm. <sighs> Funny Rabbit is basically a cross between Roger Rabbit and Bugs, so I'm leaning towards Twink, maybe? Yeah, probably. Looks funny. I don't know. Dan, Dan, you're my, Dan, you're my official furry correspondent. <laughs> Official yeah. furry correspondent of on the of the show. Seto Kaiba impersonator, like I just imagine your face, and then like like you're being interviewed for the news, and then it just says like Dan Mike Dawson, Seto Kaiba impersonator slash furry correspondent. Um, okay, so this is the last card uh, we're gonna we're gonna read. I don't know if you all are familiar with it, but it's called Coach Captain Bearman. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not familiar, and I'm about to fuck up yeah, my Google searches forever. I'm posting I'm it sorry, in it's, robot it's a chat. lot of words. It was coach. It's in robot chat there. Oh, good. Okay, wait. Okay, robot chat. Oh, there you are. Uh, hey, I love him, and he's my boyfriend now. <laughs> yeah, he rules. And he is literally a bear. Is oh, I didn't, even see, I didn't even see that you'd posted the triangle before. I would just had one in my head that. Oh yeah, same. Oh, just had um, the bear. I didn't argument. realize you'd posted it. Already. Well, I have a lot of the. No offense to you guys, whom I love, but I have most of the channels in this chat muted. That's oh yeah, okay. no, that's that's me with most discords I'm in. Yeah. I'm only I'm only don't mute this one because I'm I made it. And actually, to be fair, I've got the video game channel muted. Anyway, um, so yeah, yeah, Coach he's Captain? a bear and he's my boyfriend. But is he literally a bear on the triangle? Is is? Yes. I mean, I feel like a I feel like a literal bear has to be a literal bear. Yeah, that's. Um, they've got the muscle. They've got the hair. They've got. They've got the size. They've got, they got those the fucking sick eye visor, like an X Man. Yeah. Got the muscle. Got the hair. Got the will to be a bear. Um. So, uh, and just into our last segment, I've got three characters left, uh, and these are ones that Dan's provided from uh, the later series. Yeah, um, I can just like look them up and paste them. I am okay. currently doing it. So, uh, this is Ellie. I don't know how how much other Yu-Gi-Oh have you watched? Uh, just I slammed five D's into my skull at the speed of light, but I have not touched any of the other ones. Okay, five okay. D's is so good. Five D's fucking rules. I'm going to worm my way into being a permanent host when you guys get to five D's. Like I'm going to, I'm gonna like drive to your guys' houses. <laughs> on a bike. Not, not a threat. Just a fact. 
Um, okay, so yeah, this is a character from Zexel, which is Astral. Twink. 100%. 100% twink. Uh, the next one is Lazar from 5Ds. Is it spelt Lazar or is it I, some oh, point Lizard? Oh no, is this guy who I think it is? It's the clown baby. Oh, I hate to see him. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to think about him having sex. <laughs> Actually, I don't want to think about this last one having sex either. I think he's like ten. Uh, Lazar is the ma- is the mayor. Yeah, I hate to see him, but he's a. Uh, I'm gonna put him. I'm. I'm actually just putting him on the butch femme scale. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, he's. Yeah, he's. Yeah, he's femme. Look at that lipstick. He's making yeah. it work. And earrings. Oh, yeah. Um, and then our final character is Gong Strong, who is from Arc V. Oh, I like him. He's a hunk. Yeah, like he's a pure me. hunk. And I love I love his little uh, gator sandals. <laughs> yeah, he uses like a bunch of different samurai cards, and like his whole thing is like he he's like the big dude who studies like martial arts and stuff. He's great. He looks oh. like a minor, like he looks like somebody who would be accused of a murder in an Ace Attorney game. <laughs> I like that. God, I can't wait to come on on like a, a separate episode, which is just dedicated to your card lawyers, Yu-Gi-Oh! Ace Attorney, are you? Oh my god, yeah, because I, yeah, I'm not going to make this episode there's two, there's two, four we hours like, we can't, yeah. long yeah. talking about how Joey Wheeler is heir to the fucking, to Karain. And you know, it's fine. We'll do like another episode about our Bolshevik Revolution, Yu-Gi-Oh! AU. We'll just have a series of like in-between season episodes. You know, it'll be fine. Yeah, um, yeah like how you... the Peacock Boys do like not an episode in between yeah. seasons. Yeah. We'll do that. Yeah. Um, we do have a few questions, but Dan, do you want to do Beyond Toon World first? Yeah. So, Beyond Toon World. You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Toon World! This week's Beyond Toon World is, uh, let me make sure I got his name, uh, Daisuke Namikawa. Uh, he is the Japanese voice actor for Meiko Tsunami. Hmm. Uh, he has been in a number of roles throughout, throughout the years. Uh, let's see, some of his most notable roles include like uh, uh, Hisoka Moro in Hunter x Hunter. I think he's the guy who's... Who was in that meme where he? I think he was in the meme where he says, "I can beat you all with just one card." Uh, I might have that wrong. No, that's a different voice actor. I'm sorry, but uh, he's uh, let's see, he's in Fairy Tale. He's in. Oh, right, I knew this one. He is the modern voice of Goemon in Lup- Lupin the Third stuff. Uh, he's in. He's also done a couple like dub things for uh Amer- for American dub or for Japanese dubs of American shows like uh Anakin Skywalker and he's he was worked he I yeah yeah questions we got some <laughs> Okay, do you want questions questions questions? Um first first one I'm going to read out is nice. anonymous as to put a great y'all's notice this episode is 69. We sure fucking did dude. 
Um, our other anonymous question is an actual question this time, and it says that Marek is definitely the guy, the type of guy to name his bike, mm. his sick wheelie I, motorcycle. What oh, did he nice. name his bike? All right, I don't know. I kind of suspect he would name it something like. I feel like his inspiration might be like a bit divorced from his evil intentions, and maybe he'd maybe name it something like, like uh, Loran. Or, I like that. Uh, how much do we know at this point? I don't want to like yeah. jump way ahead with spoilers. How how like deep are we in with Mer- Merrick's backstory? Um, I think we're we're in like the stuff that we've um covered is like oh he used he used he like was of the family that guarded the pharaoh's tomb yeah. and has been living in a fucking tomb his whole life and hates it so therefore wants to become the pharaoh. Okay. Or at least in the sub, anyway. Okay, cool. So he hasn't, like, there hasn't been any flashbacks, like, yeah. beyond that. No. Okay. No. I, but, Honestly, I think he would just, he just has such a repressed childhood. I just really feel like he would name it just, like, Cool Bike. <laughs> <laughs> this is my cool bike. Cool bike. My bike, cool bike. Um, like, wh- where I was going to go with this is kind of like, because he's, like, an overdramatic bitch who, like, just can't wait to be king. Lion King voice. Um, name it something, like, overdramatic, like, ride to glory! Or something. Um, yeah. Hmm. Oh my god, yeah, absolutely. Like, You're actually and- right. Hey, Dan, what's Jack... Does Jack Atlas named his fucking weird circle motorcycle, right? Yeah, I... Don't remember what he named it. He I must have given he it such an extra name because uh, Sarah Jack Atlas is like the exact same level of dramatic and extra that Merrick is. Yeah. The thing I remember the most is that he gave himself the title the Master of Faster. God, he fucking did. So, 5Ds is the one with the motorcycle duels? Yeah. Card games on motorcycles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's- this does tie in. Uh, to uh, Simon's question, um, which is, what do you think about motorcycle duels? Um, referring specifically to the movie Torque. I don't know this movie. I'm going to have to Google it. I've I... never seen it. I have seen like five movies in my life. I've and none of them are that. Either. I'm very sorry, Jasmine. I've never heard of this, but I'm looking at a poster and there's just like a... a, a just like a sort of half naked lady clutching like a motorcycle man's chest, and is this one of those things where like I watch they this. do like a weird costume with with motorcycles? Because I remember hearing something about that. Let me find a synopsis of it. Tor- it sounds like Mad. I, they, so she's talking about a motorcycle duel, like a Mad Max style, not like a card game on motorcycle. Oh, okay, okay. Is she? I don't um, I don't know. Okay, the synopsis says, a biker returns from Thailand to set things straight with his girlfriend. One gang leader wants him for delivery of two motorbikes filled with crystal meth, and another gang leader wants him for murdering his brother. Hell yeah. Um, sounds pretty lit. So kind of more like a, more oh, like yeah, a race than a, than a duel. Like, I... I think it might be. It says here that it was inspired by Fast and the Furious. So, like, which six are the only? Which are the five movies that I've seen? <laughs> <laughs> um, They're my favorite movies, unironically. And uh, so, as you might imagine, I unironically think the motorcycle duels with ass. I think they're uh, cool. When we come yeah. to like five D's time, we should all just we should just watch Fast and the Furious as part of it. 
That would be a good idea. Like, you know, just that would be very good. After Battle City, we we'll watch Pyramid Aligned, you know, halfway through then. We'll just watch Fast and the Furious on Torque. We'll just watch Fast and the- we'll watch Fast and the Furious 7 so I can cry at the end like I not a joke do every single time I watch yeah. it. It's about family. It's about family. They just all love each other, even though The Rock and Vin Diesel don't like each other in real life, which bums me out. Yeah. Back to Yu-Gi-Oh! Actually, we have one yeah. final question here, um, yeah. which is from Jake in our servers uh, on Anonymous. And it asks, okay, who smells worse? The sweaty dog boy who doesn't shower as often as he should? Or the guy who's constantly around fish and whose idea of bathing is getting in the ocean and just kind of rinse it off? I honestly mm. feel like Joey probably smells worse. The, mm. Like, I was kind of going to say that, but I kind of feel that, like, Taya and Yugi would, like, make him wash. That's true. Like, Taya fucking sprays him off with the garden hose every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Joey also does, historically speaking, has a reputation of jumping into bodies of water to retrieve things. So maybe in mm. order to get him to wash, they just, like, throw a something Taya has print Taya on card stock has printed out several copies of Exodia pieces and once every couple of weeks yeah he throws them into yeah. the bathtub <laughs> yeah so there- this isn't a beach this is a bathtub <laughs> <laughs> or like or like a swimming pool but she's secretly filled she's like just put a bottle of like dish soap in it God. Yeah, they have to wash him with like industrial strength dish soap. Um, it's like cleaning. It's like cleaning a baby duck, like after an oil spill. Oh that was God. too much of it. That was wow. that. That was more of a bummer than I wanted it to be. Oh, too real, too real. Um, yeah, let's let's finish up this this podcast. <laughs> let's. Um, you can find us at podofgreed.tumblr.com where you can ask us questions like those lovely people just did, or you can find us at at podofgreedcast on Twitter. You should definitely join our Discord. You should definitely join our Discord now if you want to be in yeah. the Yu-Gi-Oh tournament that we will be organizing next month. Um, because that's where everything's going to be coordinated and stuff, and we we've had a special channel called battle city in it for fucking months now and so maybe we'll actually get around to posting some relevant information in there um yeah uh shout out to noise space who we are vaguely affiliated with uh and i have been sarah mccostumes that's you can find you can find me on twitter at sarah mccostumes that's that's me um uh i'm dan silva you can find me at at mike underscore dawson was the zero uh, you can find my comedy blog at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Uh, What's the latest holiday? Uh, yeah, today's holiday, as of this recording, is Happy Richard Nixon Death Day, Xbox. And yesterday was, of course, the most famous Happy Easter, Xbox. Uh, is that where the whole thing comes oh, yeah. from, Dan? Yeah. Okay. Usher did like three different like promotional, well, four of them, I think for for Xbox, where he just said stuff like "Happy Happy Easter Xbox" or "Happy Valentine's Day Xbox." And okay, it's very funny to okay. promote Dance Central Three. It, oh, it capitalism is so normal. Yeah. It all makes sense. Um, Elliot, who are you? Uh, I'm Elliot. You can find me on Twitter at Card Lawyers. 
Oh, um, because good. I'm a monster. Uh, talk to me about a uh, deep. Talk to me about my deep crossover lore. I have many. I have ones even more obscure than the one I vaguely referenced. Hmm. Uh, that's it. I'm not on any other forms of social media. Um, my... uh, just walk out into the woods and scream. I'll hear you. Ah! Oh, okay, Elliot. I know. Um, you you mentioned Norman Reedus, right? And we we I so sure we, did. We sort of retired Norman Reedus, but. Can you do it from memory? Is my no. challenge to you? Oh, I know. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll make it up. I'll fucking freestyle it. Hell yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, give me a beat. Hell yeah. Norman, Reedus, booty, ass, booty, mud, slap, hand, Reedus, Mingus, Reedus, Normus, Durkus, Norgus, booty, butt. Ass, butt, butt, hand slap, mud, dirt, Hideo Kojima. <laughs> Thank you, Elliot. <laughs>